Ace Podcast. Nobody rats on Little Caesar, see? There it is. Experimental robot 23. He's really something, Professor. I want you to look everywhere for a girl named Janet Corning. Janet Corning. Five feet, five inches, uh, brown hair. Brown eyes and the cutest little dimples you ever saw. Brown eyes and the cutest little... I mean, she has prominent dimples. This is Wisecrack's Radio Hour. Join us as we follow quantum scientists Chuck and Wagner through their adventures as they try to get back home to the year 2017 and listen in as they riff on classic radio. Here you go, Wagner. Here's your coffee. Hey, what are you looking at over there? Hey, come here and take a look at this. Hey, it looks like a misshaped marble. It used to be our de Young tube. I guess it couldn't handle the trip. Well, maybe that's why we only jumped 10 years. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I've checked all the other elements on the time machine, and everything else seems to be in working order. Even your iPhone is still half-charged. Wow. Okay, let's see. We jumped 10 years with the de Young tube. Surely there's a stronger tube available by now. I wonder if the uh, Richrath tube has been invented yet. It should be, if my memory serves right. It was introduced in 1949. They're not cheap, though. We'll have to come up with a good reason to have one, or Brummels will never order it. Yeah, let's see. They discontinued those things in uh, 2015, so we should be able to find one somewhere, I'm guessing. But, you know, maybe we could tell them we need it for that new fancy real-real machine he bought. Yeah, we'll come up with something. You know, that Rich Rath is the best tube ever made, in my opinion. Very underrated. Well, let's get busy. I'd like to cut out a little early today. My body hasn't recovered from the time jump yet. I feel like I could sleep for days. Yeah, me too. Okay, here's the next tape. Uh, quiet, please. Cue it up. I could definitely use some quiet. Quiet, please. Shh. Sweet, a Billy Joel concert. Broadcasting System presents Quiet, Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper and which features Ernest Chappell. Of the Cheshire Chapel. Quiet, for tonight is called The Thing on the Furble Board. The, the what? The Furble Board. Oh. Me, I'm a roughneck. When I quit I bragging. I mean, 20 years ago, a little too old, too slow now. Called the diabetes. I got a dollar now, I don't have to be a roughneck, you see. It's only a dollar. Married, got a nice home. Had to meet my wife. Hey, Mike. Mike? Her name's Maxine, but she likes to be called Mike. <laughs> but Mike. my friends call me Vicky. I guess she's busy out in the kitchen someplace. Making me a sandwich. She doesn't hear very well. 
Shame, too. She's so pretty and everything. Gonna have to trade her in. You'll meet her. Sit down. I prefer to stand, thanks. I was saying I was a roughneck. Yes, you were. Well, no, that doesn't mean exactly what you think it means. A roughneck is an oil field worker, specifically a guy in a drilling crew. Call them roughnecks like you call a section hand on the railroad a gandy dancer, a garage hand a grease monkey. Grease monkey. That funky monkey. Crew for a while, you're going to be a roughneck in every sense of the word, boy. Who are you calling boy? Derek Floor or Forbel Boards, no place for a guy with a bow tie. Because... Yeah, when you have to fool around with drilling holes that go farther down the ground than it is from the top of Pike's Peak down to sea level. Yeah, sure they do. They do what? The time I was a roughneck, we got this one well down to 7,313 feet. That was a record. But last May, Pure Oil brought one in out in the Trona Valley in Wyoming at 14,309 feet. That friend is almost three miles. Quite a hole, that, huh? I've seen deeper. Sure, I don't think there's an oil man in the world that don't wonder one time or another what's down there, besides rock and oil and gas. Alien bunkers. Oil that's made out of trees that died 20 million years ago. Oil that's made out of dinosaur bones. Oil that's maybe... Did you say dinosaur? Made out dinosaur. of the blood of men, maybe, that beat each other to death with a stone axe. Ate saber-toothed tiger for lunch. I love tiger fingers. Yeah, you get to wondering. You look at the cores that come up from way down there, and sometimes the little shells... Trilobites, mostly, that was alive when Manhattan Island, where New York is, was under half a mile of ice. We found something once, me and Billy Grunwald, and something found us. Waldo, maybe? I'll tell you about it. We'll get busy. We were down to around 5,400 feet. We'd set casing. We began to get water, so we had to stop drilling and cement off. Well, you see, when water begins to seep in the hole, you pull your drill pipe... Then you let down a cementing shoe inside the casing and you plug up the bottom of the hole, casing and all, with quick-hardening waterproof cement. Everybody following this, with right? Charge, you drill through the cement and go on down, and the cement outside the casing at the bottom keeps the water out. Well, we had the drill pipe all pulled and cracked. The cement was setting, see? So we was shut down, waiting for it to harden. We'd been coring just before. Well, you see, a, a core drill is hollow. And as the bit digs down, it stuffs the drillings up inside it, so when you pull it out, you got a sample of the kind of stuff you're going through. Sleepy hollow. And a geologist can tell a lot from that. Tell what? So there's nobody around the rig except me that night. The rest of the crew's going into town. I was toasting some pork chops over the... <laughs> toasting pork chops? Look out, it's Billy Grunewald, the geologist, and I give him a hello. Hi, Billy, come and have a pork chop. Hi, Porky. Ah. Where's everybody? Yeah, In the can. Bad pork chops, sick as dogs. Three blowouts between here and Oxnard. Yeah, I wondered where you was. Ted said you'd be in here about three. Yeah, I would have been, except for my tough luck. <sighs> oh, I'm dead. Well, it sounds pretty good to be dead. Yeah, I got six, oh, seven pork chops. He cooked seven pork chops for himself. And some coffee, kind of. Swell. Yeah, I got a bottle in the car. <laughs> we going to have a banquet. Hey, where's that core? That's what I came up here to look at. Yeah, back there on the bench. Yeah. Look at it after supper. Hey, you ate my pork chop. Didn't you say you were all alone here? Uh-huh. I thought I heard somebody talking. That was just Gary talking with his guitar. I don't see anybody. Keep an eye on that pork chop. You won't have any supper. Yeah, I'm watching it. Yeah, let me put the coffee on. On what? Like so. When'd you finish cementing? This morning. Last tower only made about ten feet of holes, so Ted shut down before we get flooded out of house and home. Funny about that water. Yeah, water cracks me up. Oughtn't to be any at that level, according to my figuring. Well, there is. 
Uh, did you use science? Sure, right out of the bottom of the ocean. Hmm, that's funny. Well, maybe I'll be able to tell something from the core. Yeah, I hope so. The last core I looked at, I'd have sworn we were getting into shale. The shale, you say? Yeah, from the cuttings. That's funny. Here, your pork chop's done. Yeah, take some bread. Yeah. Why can't I have the pork chop? Oh, man. Good, huh? <laughs> yeah, put on another. I had two already before you come. Yeah, my... Pork chop party. Yeah, you know, you never can tell what's down there. You get it all mapped and plotted out, all the strata. And all you know is what comes out of the hole. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go down there sometime if I was little enough. <laughs> Never get you down a hole. Because you're porky. You'd fit. You're skinny. I'll stay up here and look at the cores, bud. Where is that one? Behind you. Over there. By the freezer full of pork chops. Well, I'll have a look at it. Why don't you wait till you finish your supper? I'm just going to look at it. Uh, Put on another pork chop for me. And make sure it's a kosher one this time. Well, I wish I was screech out of the What's the matter? Hey, wait a minute, porky. Well, why did... Listen. Gary dropped his guitar again. What's eating you? You, you know, I'd have sworn there's somebody up there in that portable board. Ah, you're crazy. There's nobody up there. Getting against those stands of drill pipes. Stand in the place there you are. Come on back and eat your pork chop. Yeah. Pretty sure it was just Gary. I guess so. Only I... Ah, what's just so jittery about Billy? Come on, eat your sandwich. Here. Yeah, well, thanks, Porky. I don't know, I... I'm just naturally that way, I guess. I'm always scared of the dark. I'm scared. Doc Gunner, I, I hate to be a baby, but I can't help it. You see my blankie. Scared of the dark? Honest? Stupid, ain't it? Oh, I don't know. Everybody's scared of something. Me? Spiders scare the tar out of me. Black widows. Oh. <laughs> I know how you feel, Billy. There another light over here? Yeah. Here. Ah. Oh, that's better. Hey, listen, uh, Porky. Go out to the car and look in the left-hand door pocket and bring back that bottle, will you? That's what I need. Yeah, okay. get my pacifier, too, while you're at it. Okay. This, this is how, how we do it. We... I turned around and went outside. I found a car. And I got the bottle. It was empty. And the floor of the derrick was all lit up. And when I saw a beam of light suddenly flash up toward the forble board, and I laughed. <laughs> Billy Grunewald and his ideas. Amway? Sure, I looked up. There wasn't a darn thing up there, except the drill pipe racked against the fingerboard. Oh, this, uh, forble board. Well, you've seen oil derricks or pictures of them? No. Do you know that little platform that runs around the outside of the derrick about halfway up? No. Well, that's the forble board. Well, you see, drill pipe comes in lengths, and you handle them with several lengths screwed together so as to save time getting them in and out of the hole. Two lengths is a double, three is a triple, four... I thought triples were on Star Trek. When you pull a pipe, you heist it up inside the derrick with a traveling block, which moves up and down from the crown block at the top of the derrick. Who's derrick? Then when a four-bullet pipe is pulled out, it's held in the rotary table. You break the joint with tongs like a great big stilts and reins. He lost me when you pull the pipe. The cable that's fastened to the handle over the cat head on the draw works, and that breaks the joint. Cat head? Then you hold the tongs on the pipe, give the rotary table a few turns to unscrew it, you heist away with the traveling block and swing it over against the fingerboard, lean it against the derrick. The guy up on the forward board takes off the traveling block. You do it all over again until you got all the pipe out, you see? I hope there's not a test on well, this later. 
There wasn't anybody up on the football board uh, except a screech owl, and it flew away. So Billy turned his light off, and I come on inside. And just as I come up the steps, he let out a yell. Yoy! What's the matter? What did he say? Yoy! Hey, come here. Look here. Well, what's it? Look, Porky. My... Where did you find that? Now, listen, Porky. I give you my word. That was embedded in the core. Skittles! Why, it couldn't be. I tell you, it was. Look where I dug it out. Hey, you know what? That rock there comes from a mile underground. And it's been a mile underground for a million years. And look at this. And I did look. And what he was holding was a gold ring. My precious. Carved and filigreed just like jewelry. And there wasn't any kidding about it. It was real. Keyboard solo. Play it, Billy. Or whoever plays with the Grateful Dead. No, 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 wait a minute. Hang on, I ain't done. Neither were those pork chops. I poked at the core of rock that looked like a uh, kind of petrified salami or something. Well, now I'm hungry. And then it was my turn to pretty near jump out of my pants. Easy, Tiger. Because right alongside the place where Billy dug out the ring, there was a mud-covered but very unmistakable finger. I picked it up. And ate it. And it was cold. And it was heavy. And it was solid rock. At least it felt like solid rock. I got all their albums. And I looked at Billy, and Billy looked at me. He started to rub the mud off this here stone finger. I played bass for stone finger in college. It began to disappear. No, he could, he could still feel it, he said, but when the mud was gone, neither one of us could see it. And he dropped it to the derrick floor. It went clunk and... We couldn't find it any place. Check the couch cushions. So you know what we've done? I said couch cushions. When we took that bottle and we took and finished it, Billy and me. We finished it in one slug of piece and it was a full pint of bathtub gin. It tasted just like so much well water to me. I played keys for bathtub gin back in the 80s. Sounded just like this. And then we sat down on the derrick floor and we looked at each other. We didn't say a word. It was kind of romantic. My eyes got heavier and heavier. The last thing I remember was I heard some kind of noise that seemed to be coming up from down in the phobal board 80 feet above us. I shut my eyes a minute. I guess I went to sleep. I would say passed out. Bathtub gin. Diabetes high. Or low. And I had awful dreams. Black Widow spiders crawling all over me with gold rings on their legs. Oh, he hit the jackpot. Things I could hear but I couldn't see up on the football board. Lady. Millie Grunewald climbing up the ladder outside the derrick in the moonlight. Faces looking at me. Faces had Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood. Then I was waked up by a horrible scream. The crash inside me that shook the whole derrick. I opened my eyes to see Billy Grunewald lying on the floor two feet away. With a broken neck. And a pork chop in his pocket. With a broken neck. And his left hand. Well, he put the gold ring on the little finger of his left hand. And the way his arms were spread out. His left little finger. 
and the ring were gone. They really should check the couch cushions. Well, friend, I got out of there. I run down to where Billy had left his car, and I got in. I stepped on the starter. And I couldn't get it to go, and then I remembered after I pretty near run down the battery that Billy had taken a key. I wasn't going up there and go through a dead man's clothes to get it. So I sat there in the car and shivered all by myself till daylight. Lazy. And then Ted and the crew came. Afterwards, a state cop and everybody in the world was asking me questions. What's the capital of Alaska? How much wood would a woodchuck chuck? But you had been drinking. We only had that little pike, Ted. Well, what was he doing up on the foreboard board? Looking for pork chops. Did you threaten him and did he run up there to get away from Listen, you? Listen, cop, don't be a chump. Billy Grunewald and I were good friends. Then why'd you push him off the foreboard board? I didn't. I smell a setup. I wasn't up there. Well, what did he go up there for? I don't know. I was asleep. Passed out. I was up there. I didn't say he was. You said so. Besides... How would he break his neck if he didn't fall from... Well, I told him it was break time. I think he misunderstood me. I think it was just another accident. I mean, we haven't got anything on Porky, and personally, I don't believe he did it. Well, it's mighty mysterious. So it is. But we got work to do. Ain't got no time for a dead guy. It's hard down there, and I want to start drilling again, and I'm short-handed. Will you let Porky stay here till I run in my pipe again and... What? Oh, then you can take... What did he say that time? Until you're blue in the face. Well, Okay. Let's get rolling. You got steam up, Happy? I'm all set. All right. Sounds versatile. You go from the formal board. What? Not me, Ted. Oh, don't be such a boob. Hey, now. Put up there to shove you overboard. Hey, you can put a safety line around you if you want to. And besides, you're getting paid to do what you're told. I've lost too much time already. Come on, Pick up that invisible finger and stop fooling around. Yeah, forget about investigating the dead science guy. So, okay, I go up on the forbo board. And you can bet I took a good gander around before I did anything else. Now I couldn't see a thing. How could he take a gander so if he I couldn't see a thing? I driller to let down the traveling block, and he did. Came sailing down from up above. I was just reaching for it to pick up the first forbo drill pipe. Gave a big jerk, and the cable broke. It dropped and nearly pulled me off the forbo board. And it landed right on top of Ted. Oh, no. And if you have any idea what a guy looks like after two tons of metal land on him from 80 feet up... Like Wiley Coyote. Yeah, you keep your ideas to yourself. Acme Oil Rigs. The funeral. Well, that was enough. Two accidents in a row. They're going to cancel my insurance for good. I wasn't going to wait for a third. And it was Ted's money that was paying off. There wasn't any more, and... As far as I know, the abandoned... Derek is still there. Poor Derek. And that was 20 years ago. Oh, I forgot to tell you something. What was the middle part? That traveling block was right in front of my face when it broke loose. It was hanging by steel cable, three-quarter inch steel cable. And I saw that cable break right before my eyes. It looked just like a piece of string when you snap it between your fingers. I could almost see the fingers... You know what? There was something up there on the formal board with A year supply of pork chops. And so a couple of days later, I came back. I, I don't know if there's anything in the world as desolate, as dismal, as dead-looking as an abandoned oil well rig. Except for there Billy Grunewald. Like skeleton off on a deserted side road in the bare yellow hills surrounding it. And Very poetic. It's the deadest thing you ever saw. He should see Jiggly. I sat in my car for a long time looking at it. 
Everything was just the way we'd left it. I, I looked into the floor. The smashed traveling block was there alongside the rotary table. There was a... Got it at the rotary club. ...steam from the boiler. That was all. Then I heard a tinkle of something as it hit the ground alongside me. Lady Gaga. I looked around. There wasn't a soul in sight. But at my feet was the gold ring that Billy Grunewald and I had found in the core of rock that came from a mile underground and from a million years ago in time. And I heard a little sound. The sound of a kid crying. Billy's back. And there wasn't any kid up there. Definitely Lady Gaga. And I heard it again and it came from above my head and, and I, I took out my revolver. I loaded it carefully. Oh, that's the greatest Beatles album ever. I ladder to the forble board. No, well, there wasn't anything up there, nothing I could see. There was a voice crying. Who's got my pork chop? My pork chop. And there was a movement behind the rack of drill pipes, and I saw the pipe move, and I yelled, Come out of there, whoever you are! Come out or I'll start shooting! <laughs> He's going to shoot a kid? <laughs> the standard pipe shivered, and I thought, What can it be that can handle that heavy pipe like... Like Jack Straws. Then there was a crash. Gary dropped his guitar again. The whole stand-up pipe fell over, and I just got out of the way in time. And I was alone on the forble board with the thing. But I couldn't see it. This is like Final Destination. I felt the platform tremble under my feet again as something moved toward me. I fired two or three shots. That's not a gun. And nothing happened. I started backwards. I knew it was following me because I could hear it meowing like a cat. My feet tripped over something. I saw it was a big can of red lead that somebody had left up there. Without thinking, I picked it up and I threw it at the sound. And it it's a visible finger, I think. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And there it was. And I wish I... I wish... I wish I had a million dollars. Hot dog. Girl, frightened, crying with hunger and terror. Hands like a human being and a finger missing from the left hand. And a body. I'll not tell you about that. I told you how I'm scared of spiders. But I knew where it came from. It had come from the bowels of the earth, come riding up on the drill pipe as we yanked it out of the well come to an alien world and was lost. It stood there dripping with red paint, blood red from head to foot like some horrible dream. Well, that's your fault. And it put its hand on my arm. Its hand was stone. Living, moving stone. On the cover of the moving stone. And it looked into my eyes and mewed like a lost kitten. Twenty years ago. Today, Sergeant Pepper taught the band to play. About it, what it used for food. Pork chops. It was deaf. That it was invisible and couldn't see people when it was invisible. That if you sprayed it with mud or paint, or grease paint, makeup, then it could see people. And believe me, I didn't want to see its body. I can see that in my nightmares. Yeah, it's totally Gaga, Lady Gaga. But its face. I can't help wanting to see that pathetic little girl face. 
I'm afraid maybe I've fallen. And I can't get up. Ah, but it's very beautiful. And when it's well made up, it's... Sounds made up. But making it up, rubbing grease paint on a stone face that looks at you and smiles and it makes sounds like a lost kitten yet. <laughs> that is a nightmare. I can disguise the body in long dresses. She can't hear very well. And when she's hungry, I have to stay out of her way. I found out what she likes to eat, remember? Pork chops? No, no, sit still. Sit still, do. Sit still or I'll have to shoot you. It's a kid. I to meet my wife. Or rather, my wife wants to meet you. Mike. 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 I thought it was Vicky. <laughs> there she is. Come on in, dear. Water's fine. Well, that thing had some tough lines. Wisecracks Radio Hour is written and produced by Aaron Lindsay and Sean Rourke. Dr. Charlie is played by Aaron Lindsay. Dr. Wagner is played by Sean Rourke. Mr. Brumbles is played by Craig Underhill. And I'm your announcer, Lori Lindsay. Please connect with us on social media. Our Twitter handle and Facebook ID is Wisecracks Radio. Our website is wisecracksradio.com. Thanks for listening and tune in next week for another exciting episode. Please review us wherever you find your podcasts. Here you go, coffee. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs>